0: everybody. It's Sammy here with Dairy Free State. And thank you for tuning in to another episode. We are on episode three. And today I'm talking with Ariel. Hi, Ariel. How are you doing today? Hi, Sam, Samantha.
1: Oh, I'm so good. <laughs> Sam, Samantha, Sammy, whatever's clever. Awesome. I have um, a, my best friend's name, Sam. So, so that's why I got mixed up. Sorry.
0: Oh yeah. I've been, ca- I feel like I've been called every name. I don't know why Sam is such a nickname prone name, Yeah. but I feel like everybody is just like, I'm going to call you this. And I'm like, sure. Whatever you want. Oh, <laughs> I'm so not- sorry. <laughs> no, 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 exactly the opposite. I think it's kind of fun to have a name that's like uh nickname friendly because then everybody kind of, infuses their own creativity. Um, but yeah, just, uh, just to start us out what I'd love to know from you, because, um, you were one of the people that I reached out to, um, we're both part of the same, uh, community, a forum community. And I put out a call for a bunch of interviews and there were lots of interested parties and thank you so much for volunteering to do this. Um, but everybody kind of came with a different story. You know, I left it open-ended and said, I'm looking for people who, you know, maybe have some type of special diet, they're dairy free or something else. Um, And I'd love to talk to you about your food story. So uh, I know that you're vegan, but I would love to hear you talk a little bit more about that. And uh, when you first decided to go vegan. Totally.
1: Um, So it actually, my journey started back in um, 2010. I was in the middle of like my high school space and I watched, um, an Oprah show about, and they went into like the cat where they deal with cows. And after oh. watching that episode, I stopped eating red meat. Like it was instantaneous. It was really weird. Um, but I grew up in like, a you're like normal American standard diet household. Right. Um, so it kind of started in 2010. And then after that I was just doing like turkey and fish um, and eggs and everything. But in 2016, as like a revamp, I did a month of a raw cleanse. And then I just oh, noticed yeah. that like my body was different and it felt like lighter and it was kind of nice. And to be kind with my system, because after you go raw, um, your everything changes inside, right? You can't just like digest the same food that you were eating before that. Um, so I thought like why not let's try this vegan situation and I've been plant-based ever since.
0: Oh wow. Yeah. So so that you're you're quite a few years in. I know you said that you're still on your journey. Um Totally. Yeah. So uh what so did you ever watch Food Inc? cuz I feel like that was one of those things that made me start to question everything I was eating too. I was like, whoa.
1: Yeah. I have
0: wild. I have
1: seen I have seen it. Um but yeah the the most the piece of um show that I watched that really like just kind of a slap in the face was the Oprah show, which is so crazy because like obviously Oprah show isn't on anymore, which is a while ago. Um
0: so Besides uh, going vegan and raw, you said you grew up in a pretty uh, traditional household uh, as far as food was concerned. When you started to change your diet, um, what kind of?
1: How did your family take it? Did you have any resistance there? Um, my family was pretty supportive. Um, so I'm Mexican American, so we grew up like eating a lot of like red meats and um, like processed foods. Uh, But I also grew up, like, uh, very athletic. Um, I was a very active child. Um, My parents were pretty supportive. Uh, Not until, like, I became vegan. Everybody's still supportive now. But, like, holidays, the first few holidays were a little rough. Because we celebrate around food. Uh, My family does. Um, It's, like, this celebratory thing. We get together for, like, Easter and Christmas. And it's, like, this huge situation and it's based around food and um that was kind of hard cuz i had to like start making my own dishes and being creative on my own um yeah and like my my parents and like my grandma have tried to like make things but i'm kind of so picky strict with what i'm intaking that i just have kind of given up and i'm just like i'll just make my own things and As long as I get to see everybody during the holidays, it doesn't really matter what we're if we're not eating the same foods or not, you know. Like
0: yeah, yeah, for sure. I would say my family was kind of confused at first. Totally. But then when they learned that I would just bring whatever, like that, they didn't have to worry. Yeah. Then they were that kind of calmed them down a little bit. Like, oh, okay, so you're just gonna do your own thing. Okay, great.
1: Yeah, that Um, was a huge learning curve for us too.
0: Yeah, for sure. My boyfriend's family is still, his mom gets very stressed. (laughs) She's she's always worried that I'm going to starve to death.
1: Yeah. Oh man. Wait, that's relatable. (laughs) I have a few friends and like a few guys that I've dated in the past and like eating at their family's house. Their mom's always like, oh, like, what can I make you? And like stressed out. And I, I just try to be like the chillest vegan, (laughs) you know, like I'll bring my own food. I'll worry about my own body. I'm not too much into like pushing my views into others. Um, yeah. I think that has to be like a, a decision you make as your own human self. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I just try to be the chillest vegan in my circle and just do my own thing.
0: <laughs> You're like, I can't be that stereotypical vegan. I have to be the chillest one. <laughs> <I do>. yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, so I'm dating or in the realm, like looking to date. Like, and Mm -hmm. I, I say on my profile that um, I'm vegan and guys are always asking like, oh, are you looking to only date other vegans? And I say, no, I'm open to like dating a non-vegan. Yeah. That sounds weird. A
0: non-vegan human. (laughs) Yeah. I don't, I, I will say it is easier. So I, I've been in the same relationship for a couple of years and it's the first time i've ever dated somebody who eats really similar to how i eat mm, that's um, nice and yeah i i never realized uh how much i you know it's like it's not that it's a requirement or anything but it is really nice and i just told them this the other day i was like i like that i mean we do eat some meat but we eat very little mm. and i was like it's so nice because we could just eat vegetarian for you know, a month and neither one of us would probably notice or miss anything. And that's totally. great. You know? Yeah. I feel like you run into so especially in the Midwest, you run into so many guys who are like meat centric and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <Relatable>. Um, <laughs> so so you said so you did a raw diet. Is is still like a big portion of your diet raw or have you kind of balanced out a little bit or you know, what what just kind of an average uh week look like for your or, or kind of normal meals look like for you
1: Sure I would say I've kind of averaged out um I cook a lot of my veggies but I also eat a lot of fruits um uh like we mentioned earlier I'm still on this like journey right because I have like a love-hate relationship with food um and I see it more as like a fuel and I try not to use it as like a comfort in any way or like I try not to celebrate with food and I know a lot of people do and I don't shame anybody that does but uh, because of my personal experience the roller coaster experience I've had with food um, I try to view it as just like uh, nutrition and energy yeah Um, because I've also noticed like if I don't eat like a certain amount of protein that day like my creativity is not as great or my productivity isn't as great. Or like if I go hiking and I didn't eat the right food so far, the hike, like I can totally tell my body will completely speak out loud if I'm not fueling it the right way. Um, Yeah. It takes so long to tap into that for sure. Totally. And then there's always like, um, you know, like the 10 extra pounds that I would like to (laughs) <laughs> you know, like get rid of. And it's, I'm in this weird space of just trying to like look at food as like nourishing and like trying not to worry about like weight loss or weight gain and just like what feels right and eating like when my body's asking for food and like tapping into intuitive eating. Um, it's a practice. Uh, but yeah, uh, on a day to day basis, I start off with like oatmeal oatmeal with a bunch of yummies like uh, blueberries and bananas I have some coffee with some almond milk mm-hmm. and then for lunch I'll do uh, I try to make sure I have protein carbon veggies in every meal to like eat a balanced diet. Yeah. Um, and then I'll throw like some peanut butter for my protein in the morning. I've played with protein sh- powders but they make me feel, I haven't found like the right one. Um, so I've pressed pause on the powders. Yeah. And then for lunch, I'll usually do like a bean or uh, a legume for protein. Uh, my go-to right now is like sauteed kale with like a potato, a sweet potato and black beans. I think that's really, oh, that sounds really good. Yeah. <laughs> And then, uh, I'll snack on like nuts or like, uh, some peanut butter and seed crackers or like some fruit or veggies and hummus really depending on the day. And then for dinner protein, like a tofu or some beans and then a bunch of veggies and then maybe some crackers.
0: I am such a peanut butter addict. So it's oh, always,
1: man. Me happy to hear
0: people. I mean, so for my birthday, my boyfriend bought me like a giant tub of peanut butter. Wow. What kind of peanut <laughs> butter? I, I mean, okay, it wasn't like the most exciting kind because I, I mean, we, we've been kind of like bakers can't be cheesers. So we just oh, get whatever yeah. we can get on delivery, you know? Got so it. Imperfect has a lot of, you know, like the nice ground peanut butter. Like, I love that stuff. But he got me just like an industrial size of like, you know, restaurant peanut butter. And I was like, Oh, my God.
1: Wow. He must love you.
0: It's very (laughs) sweet. I was like, I was like, wow. Well, you know what I like. Um, oh man. <laughs> but no, that sounds like <laughs> that sounds like a really like balanced day. But I know we were talking before we started recording a little bit about your love hate relationship with food. So I mean, whatever you're comfortable sharing about that, I'm sure you know a lot of us have been there. So anything you want to share about that would be
1: beneficial. I'm sure. Totally. Um. So I stopped eating the red meat in 2010, and I was like a sophomore junior in high school and I moved over into LA into the city to go to college right after high school. And I think uh, like being thrown like I'm from a small town in like middle of California and we're really big on like agriculture and like it's just a very small small town. Um, and then being thrown into the big city and being exposed to all these different body types and different stereotypes and this was in 2012. Um, so still like different body types weren't really, uh, that accepted or exposed as they are today in 2020, Mm -hmm. um, like body love and like shape love and all that. Uh, so yeah. And then like the stress of school and balancing that and then balancing everything else that comes along with like beginning a new school. And I went to a private school, so that was even more stressful, And that was the first time I was having to cook and like make sure I survive as a human on my own. Um, So my eating habits got really restricted during that time. Like I was measuring and measuring everything that I put into my body. I was kind of like keeping track of um, everything that I was intaking because one of my main so I had two main goals going into college: to not start to drink coffee, which I failed at after the first <laughs> first semester, and then the second one was to not gain uh, freshman fifteen. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, so I took that like very serious, and then um, so I became very restrictive with like what I was intaking, and then that practiced. I think now looking back, obviously, and looking at like pictures. I just went a little overboard and I was never like officially, like I didn't go to a doctor and they were like, oh, you have this, but I definitely dealt with like um, body dysmorphia. Yeah. And so like this food relationship was very, like nobody talks about it. Nobody teaches you really how to have a relationship with food, what to intake. Like you just grow up around what you grow up and you just eat what your grandmas make you and like their moms made it for them. And you just eat like the rice and beans and tortillas and the meats and the, the processed foods after school. And it's just, you think this is the way to live. Um, but like moving to a big city and then like YouTube, like, Oh my gosh, I learned so much from YouTube. Um, there's just so much to learn. And so it was, that was the beginning of my, uh, food relationship journey. Um, so that kind of went downhill and I was very restrictive. And then, um, I was, I was, I would do like a juice cleanse here, a raw cleanse here, um, just to make sure. Cause like, and like as a younger twenties person, um, like body, uh, image was always at the f- for was at the forefront of my mind. And like, I have to look a certain way to make sure I can date this person, or um, unfortunately, that's the way I viewed it. But I'm not like that anymore, thankfully. I've educated myself on like how to nourish my body, and that I'm beautiful the way I am, and like my partner, that's I'm going to meet. Hopefully, one day will accept me for who I am. Um, so yeah, and then after the that college. Experience. I explored the the vegan plant based diet, and I don't think I have the plant based diet down a hundred percent because I would like to enjoy my food a little bit more. But mm. I I have come a long way, I think.
0: Are there um, cookbooks or websites that you go on to to get good like vegan
1: inspiration? Totally. Um, so. They're all from YouTube, which sounds silly, but I whatever. Um, whatever. Alan, <laughs> uh, I follow Ellen Fisher on YouTube, which like she has such goals. She's this vegan mom. Uh, they live in Hawaii. They have like these four beautiful, sun kissed, golden children, and they grow all of their food in their backyard. And she's always sharing um, really yummy recipes. And then High Carb Hannah has a lot of recipes that I also like to use. And then Caitlin Shoemaker. Those are my top three that I like kind of rumble around. And I've bought a few of Alan Fisher's ebooks that I tried to tap into a few times.
0: I'm taking notes right now because I'll add links to all of these. uh, Oh, awesome. In the post with, with the podcast so that everybody has access to these as well. I love hearing about. The places that people follow to get inspiration. I mean, I don't know if you're familiar with the vegan omicon at all. Ooh, um, I'm not. Oh my God. It is still that is one of my most used and probably my most favorite cookbook I own. Um, it's by Issa Chandra, and she uh she makes really good food. I mean, like that's the kind of stuff that I cook when people are like. I don't think vegan food is for me. Mm. I'll cook something out of, she, she has that one. So yeah, the vegan Omicron, like the Necronomicon and then, um, Issa does it. And I think she's got a couple other cookbooks, but, um, she's got really good stir fries and really good soups and amazing baked goods. And so when someone's like, I don't, I don't think I could eat vegan or I just don't, would a meal be complete without meat? She, yes. she does a really good job with nuts and tofu and stuff oh, that so makes yummy. it exciting. And then yeah. people are like, i like she combines food in a really interesting way. So, uh, that's not to jump on your recommendations, but I just, I get no, excited. If someone totally. doesn't know about that, I'm like, you need to know you need yeah. to read it. Cause it's awesome. And she's got a lot of stuff on her website too. Um, But, but she has been kind of, like you said, getting more interested in my food. Um, Mm. I'm not, I'm not vegan, but I eat a lot of vegan food and Mm. her recipes are my absolute favorite. Um, And I also really enjoy, oh, she glows. She's got really, she's got a blog too. And there's a, there's a recipe she made. It was like quinoa, apple, cranberry salad. That Ooh. is like one of the things that I'll make for like potlucks because um, you can serve it warm or cold yeah. and it can feed a lot of people and it's got nuts in it and, you know, good veggies and it's got a good flavor. Um, mm. And I haven't met someone who's like, this is gross.
1: So <laughs> it's a it's a good go to. Anyway. Totally. Thank you for I, sharing. I'm going to check those out after this. Today. Oh, for,
0: <laughs> for sure. Yeah, I know. I. I wrote down yours for me as well,
1: <laughs> because I'm
0: always looking for more inspiration. Um, now, do you, when you talked about, you know, kind of making that transition from, you know, having thinking that was too restrictive and probably overboard, just you know, to working on achieving more balance, um, is it? Was there any one moment where you kind of were like, "Oh man, what am I doing?" Or do you think it was kind of a gradual? transition into a different way of thinking?
1: I think it was a gradual transition. And um, I wasn't seeing a therapist, but I was, I'm, I am very lucky to have a mom that I'm able to have an open communication with. And like, she had brought it up to me um, after there was this like little incident um, with myself and her uh, in regards to like my eating. And yeah, I think it would, it was just like this Gradual transition um, that I was aware of because she had brought it up to me. And then I slowly tried to like educate myself and like try to compile the tools that could help me into a healthier way of approaching food. Yeah,
0: that's great. Um, So you were saying you didn't have a therapist to talk to. Have you ever worked with any? like doctors or had any kind of like alternative health practitioners or anybody that you have talked to about veganism or any other kind of thing around that?
1: I haven't yet. Um, I am interested in like expanding and getting like looking into like a more holistic doctor. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm still like in my mid-20s and I'm trying to just like juggle life in general. So like that's yeah. on my one, one of the to-do list. Um, but I do make sure that I get my blood work done at least once a year to make sure I'm not like falling behind on any nutrients. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cause the, the first time I went to over in 2016, I went to go see a doctor for like my checkup. And I had mentioned that I'm like starting this vegan, uh, plant-based lifestyle. And they were just like really concerned that I wasn't just going to only eat potatoes. And I was like, that's Quite. your biggest concern. Like you have nothing else, <laughs> um, so I've I for the most of my journey I've just stuck to like educating myself and like through like YouTube or yeah mostly YouTube. I know that's like not the adult thing to say, but it's really informative on there. There's so no, much information out there. There's
0: so much you can learn on YouTube. I mean, <laughs> I spent the morning uh, trying to troubleshoot my sourdough starter, so I totally oh. get it. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> there's, you know, and I've been doing a lot of YouTube deep dives. So I, I, and maybe some more useful than others. So yeah. maybe th- I should start watching more vegans on YouTube.
1: <laughs> totally. You can, learn something. Yeah. you can learn something from anybody really.
0: Exactly. Yeah, totally. Um, Oh, I had something and I just, it just fell out of my brain, but I'm sure it'll come back to me. Um, So do you have, so you you were talking about your your typical day. Uh, but do you have any like favorite recipes? Like I said, if, you know, if if you went to someone and they were like, Oh, I don't think I like vegan food. Do you have some recipes that you go to, to, to wow someone who's tentative about eating vegan food? So
1: scary. Yes. Um, (laughs) so actually, like I mentioned, I'm still trying to figure out this like adulting space. I haven't gotten to that space where I feel confident enough to cook for others yet. Um, So like most of the parties or whatever that I go to, like I'll just bring like my little dish and um, uh, I don't have a go-to that I can say confidently, like, yes, this is what I make to let people know that vegan food isn't nasty. Usually I'll just take them to like a yummy restaurant that I really enjoy. um, And they like, can't believe it's like, Quote unquote vegan food. And so, yeah, uh, I don't have a, a favorite recipe just yet. No, I start. mean, no pressure. There's still time. Um,
0: well, I was going to ask, that was the one thing I was thinking of. Cause I, cause when you said you watch a lot of YouTube videos, I'm like, I've been spending so much more time on YouTube because <laughs> I'm stuck inside more right now. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> you know, um, and I was, I wanted to know, I mean, how has it been? harder to get what you need uh, right now? Or has there been any adjusting you've had to do um, with you know, what you might normally eat as far as that is concerned, since mm. we're all kind of living so differently?
1: Yeah. Um, I actually feel pretty lucky. I'm in LA, California, Los Angeles right now. Um, and I was really nervous in the beginning of when this whole lockdown situation happened that I wasn't going to be able to eat what I usually eat. Um, but no, thankfully, I just do like a large shop haul on uh, every two weeks. So I just like buying yeah. bulk like potatoes and my beans and my garbanzo beans. I have noticed that I'm not buying as many like uh, pre-made items um, because i I do I do have a job, but like we used to work in an office a few weeks ago, right? the norm. Right. Um, so I was doing a lot of like uh, meal prepping on Sundays. That was my go to. and maybe that was another reason why I didn't have the chance to really get too explorative with food because it was just like, okay, I need to make my meals for the week. What's the easiest way to go about this? Um, Because that takes so much time and energy. But now I've noticed like I'm making all of my hummuses. I'm making my soups. I'm making my own beans instead of buying canned beans. Um, I haven't looked at the numbers. I'm assuming it's cheaper. It must be. Yeah. Yeah. Because I used to buy a lot of like canned beans because it was just like quicker. Um, But no, I, I make everything now and I've like I mentioned, I feel really lucky to not have too much of a shift in my diet and like the norm for me, because I know that would have been really rough personally. Um, but yeah, it's food and I'm able to get fresh greens weekly at my local place. And I'm actually doing ginger shots every morning. So I'm oh, able nice. to get fresh ginger and my lemon and my oranges. And yeah, I yeah, things aren't that bad with my diet space. Yeah. That's good. This COVID time.
0: Yeah. That was something that I was really nervous about too. Like, how is that going to look? Or, you know, are we going to be able to get everything that we need? And we've been trying to get as much delivered as possible so that we oh. don't have to leave. Yeah. Um, but we actually left out, we've got, there's a local, um, produce delivery service around here that, uh, deals in all organic and gets local whenever they can. Obviously in Wisconsin, it's very seasonal, you know, but, um, but that's been a really cool supplement. And like I said, imperfect foods has been really great because they sell weird shaped food and surplus food and stuff. And their stock has been, um, better than we anticipated. We thought maybe they would struggle with supply for a while, but they seem to be adjusting pretty well. Mm. Um, and I, I don't know if you're familiar with low FODMAP eating. Um, no, what is that? So I basically, I, for the last six months, I've been eating low FODMAP, which is like you're, you have to avoid specific sugars and foods. So, and it's really confusing. It's like, I can't have hummus right now, which is so sad. Oh no. Uh, no sweet potatoes, but potatoes are fine. Um, you know. All all kinds of strange rules. You can have avocado, but only three slices. You you know it's all, all this weird stuff just to try to kind of manage your gut health.
1: Got it. And okay.
0: so I got and no onion and no garlic, which are actually <sighs> the two hardest things. Wow. Man.
1: Yeah. I, so, so that.
0: I know. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, "What do I do?" And it turns out there's um there's like a low fodmap company. They make salad dressings and things. The kind of things that you could make yourself but it would be much easier if someone else made them for you oh man Um, my whole life and oh my god and it's so nice because they've still been doing like two-day delivery um through their fulfillment center like so they must have a warehouse right by my house (laughs) so that's been awesome um but yeah I totally I I had those like nerves and then I was like oh my life hasn't changed that much food wise so yeah that's kind of comforting right
1: it is, yeah. That was, <laughs> yeah, a big fear of mine. I haven't explored the home delivery thing. Um, I know different; it's different in different cities. But, yeah, it's nice to, even though it's like annoying to have your mask on and da da da. But it is nice to like be able to know that I can still go and buy and pick my own produce.
0: Yeah. Um, but yeah, I am sure.
1: glad that things aren't too too different, right now. That's
0: good. Yeah. Um. Let's see, do you have any uh, to kind of close this out, do you have any advice for anybody who is looking to go vegan?
1: Ooh, that is a great <laughs> question. <laughs> um yeah, there there's a few things maybe. Like definitely like try to learn to listen to your body and then do the research simultaneously. Whether that be YouTube, books, speaking to a doctor, um, to make sure that you don't fall behind on any n- nutrients that your body needs. Um, be kind with yourself always, uh, and like, yeah, there's a learning curve, and not, but be- and not everybody's bodies react the same way once you decide to change what you're intaking. Um, So be kind with yourself because you might not, your body not might look or feel the way you think it's supposed to after eating specific foods, but like, just be kind with yourself and listen to your body and just try to open up those communication lines with your body and like what she wants when she wants it type of situation.
0: Awesome. Yeah, for sure. I think valuable advice for anybody in any eating situation. I think it's so easy to get out of sync with your body.
1: Totally. And I've noticed, um, so I mentioned earlier, I used to work in an office. So I had, thankfully, I'm still able to work at home, but like a nine to five job um, where I would pack my lunches, you know, eat my breakfast in the car because LA traffic's a thing. Um, So I would eat my breakfasts in the car, eat my snacks and my lunch and like, you, you eat lunch at noon just because everybody else does it. And I was never a huge fan. Like, oh, sometimes I am hungry. Sometimes I'm not. But like, this is the time allotted slotted to eat because we have work to get done. And I've right. really appreciated the time at home, Um, trying to be a, as positive as I can about like working from home in this midst of a weird time. <laughs> yeah, I've been able to really like tune in and like listen to my body and like oh, I don't really get hungry for breakfast until like nine, nine thirty, And that's okay. And like, oh, I don't get hungry for lunch until like one thirty, sometimes 1130. And I have the space to like really listen to my body and eat when like, I'm really hungry and not eat because, oh, someone says it's lunchtime.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I've noticed that too, where I'm like, my hours are all different from what they would normally be, but I'm okay with it. It's not bothering. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Sometimes I I find myself eating dinner at five, like an old person and I'm like, what (laughs) is going on? But this is when my body's hungry and then I'm like, good to go for the rest of the night. So it's very interesting once you like, just listen and tune in to what she has to say.
0: Oh, see the best part for me about eating at five o'clock is then I can rationalize eating popcorn oh, and watching a program. <laughs> I'm a big popcorn
1: fan. <laughs> Popcorn's so yummy. Do you make your own or do you buy uh pre made?
0: Oh yeah, I make my own. I've got one of those whirly pops. Mm. Uh I highly recommend those. My mom, my my whole family, it's so weird. My I grew up in a household where we ate pretty healthy. Yeah. So I kind of rebelled against that for a while. And oh, now I'm I kind see. of coming back around, which was yeah. so kind of different journey. But um, my parents are very popcorn centric. Like my we, mom is just, too. That's so eating popcorn. <laughs> yeah. And so she, she had a whirly pop and she gave me one and it's great. Cause you just like, you melt, I use coconut oil, mm, um, you melt that in the bottom and yeah. then, you know, throw in your kernels and it's, and they pop perfectly. I've just never had better popcorn. So I love, it's like, that's one of my favorite activities. And it's something I get excited about and yeah. uh, not to call it a reward, but cause I know, oh, but, yeah, but it is fun. It is very like intrinsically rewarding to be like, Ooh. I made this popcorn.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. That's completely valid for sure.
0: <laughs> and I miss movie theaters big time. So I'm oh. like, this is like the joy I can take out of
1: it. Yeah. Whatever makes you happy, especially like right? during this really weird time, I think we have to just be kind with ourselves and just do what we feel, you know. Whatever
0: brings. Yeah. For sure. So uh if people wanted to hear more from you, where can they find you on the internet?
1: Um On the internet. Well, I have a podcast called 20s and Confused. Yeah. Um, we are, we are on Spotify and Apple, but we don't really talk about health or like diet, which is really interesting. Um, we talk about how to navigate your 20s. So if anybody out there is interested in hearing about relatable stories, um, about navigating your 20s, you can find me out there. That's perfect. 20s and confused. I'll put yes. a link to that as well. And it's spelled out 20s, not the two zero. Oh, that's important. Yes. Um,
0: okay, great. Any other closing thoughts before we wrap this up?
1: Um, thank you so much for like l- allowing me to share my story on your platform. I think it's so beautiful. Thank you.
0: Oh, my gosh. Oh, thank you for taking, taking the time out of your weekend to talk to me. I really appreciate it. Um, and once again, uh, this is going to be an ongoing podcast series where I interview people about their food and health journeys. So if you're hearing this and you've got one and you want to reach out to me about it, you can always shoot me an email. Uh, my email is Sammy S-A-M-M-I at dairyfreestate.com. And I'll put that in the description of the podcast as well. And I hope everybody has a great day whenever they're listening to this. And I hope you all stay safe and healthy. And I'll talk to you next time.